All right. Well, welcome. Um, we are in the midst of preparing for our annual meeting, which will be a pretty non-traditional annual meeting this year, given COVID restrictions, are going to have a series of conversations uh, coming up this week, and they'll be posted as we have them, um, but as part of our annual meeting reports. You hear me say it every year, um, but we are incredibly lucky to have as our treasurer, Brian Barnhart. Uh, Brian brings both a degree of willingness to participate in these processes and a depth of knowledge um, and a love of the church to what he does. Uh, I'm incredibly grateful to be on Brian's team, as it were, when we come to the finance questions at the church. And I think you'll see from the presentation, he has a way of explaining big complex numbers um, with graphs and with words that make them more approachable. So. Brian, could you give us a report on where we are financially? Sure, I'd be happy to, Mike. Thank you very much. I'm going to share my screen now. Hopefully, you'll be able to see everything I'm looking at here on my screen as well. Um, to start out with, as you can imagine, uh, we're going to start with a financial review of 2020. And it was a hard year to anticipate what was going to happen financially. But overall, we're doing really well. Uh, so we'll start with the 2020 look back and then look ahead to what we're expecting in 2021, which will also be harder, but I'm feeling pretty confident with where we are right now. So um, then launching in then, um, 2020 with all of the uncertainty of the world was really uncomfortable as we, the world unfolded, but we actually turned out very, very strongly, much better than I anticipated. When we started um, a year ago, 365 days ago, talking about the 2020 budget, we'd actually budgeted for a $55,000 deficit as we tried to grow the church with launch grace gatherings, have an assistant rector and really grow. Of course, we all know in 2020, uh, the pandemic quickly became the plot line for the entire year. And it really made us worry about how much uh, of our financial stability is going to be around. So can we count on the, the um, contributions of members and the the economy and things like that. So with the um, pandemic, we applied for a paycheck protection program from the U.S. government of about $58,000, not knowing if we we're going to get continue to get the contributions from members as their lives get disrupted. So we um, had a very large, what ends up being a grant, which helped us out quite a bit in 2020. Also, just as a reflection of the way we're changing church, a lot of our operational expenses declined. Um, instead of spending money on breakfasts and, and uh, features in the building where we're uh, in person all the time, we shifted it to buying software and computers and streaming services so that we could deliver um, our uh, sermons and, and um, ceremonies online. So we've shifted around a lot of our expenses, um, decreasing our operation expenses quite a bit. The other thing that really made a big difference in 2020 is that we had a lot less staff hours and some of our positions changed quite a bit. For example, we currently don't have an assistant rector position and we don't have an organist and we don't, uh, we scaled back the uh, number of hours our sexton and desk person worked quite a bit from what we projected. So a lot of our operational expenses were were less than what we'd forecasted 365 days ago. So overall, we ended up saving quite a bit of money by being in an in-person environment. Now, all of those people moved on to other uh, phases of their life and we wished them well, but we were able to keep them employed with the Paycheck um, Protection Program um, through the summer months um, longer than we would have given all the uh, uncertainties of how the world was changing. Yeah, I, I just want to emphasize that point for a second. Um, we were able to 
keep folks employed um, thanks to that uh, Paycheck Protection Program uh, in a time of great uncertainty. Um, Brian's going to note um, a huge amount of our member giving didn't hit this year until December. Um, and we have some steady sources of income, but it was incredibly helpful. And we were able to extend contracts when we didn't have work for people to do because a couple of those positions are really dependent on people utilizing the building. Uh, so we were able to extend employment and extend making sure folks had paychecks and in Jerome's case, kept him on benefits until we were able to get him retired um, and onto Medicare. And so, um, and then we did, uh, Jay left us and is now the organist at Emmanuel Episcopal Church. Uh, Lori went on to be the vicar at St. Francis. And so most of the savings wasn't us eliminating positions, but was actually people moving on to their next job, so. That's right. And we've chosen not to fill those positions immediately. The sexton came on uh, after several weeks or months later. Um, we're going to be looking for an assistant director, which we will talk about here in a moment, looking at 2021. But delaying the hiring of filling some of those positions has saved us quite a bit of money. Um, the last item, of course, is that the, our fears early in the year of uh, membership giving drying up and not being able to support the operations of the church ended up being, um, my, my fears were for not, the member giving remained strong through the year and we're, uh, we ended a uh, much better position than where I'd feared we would. And I, I'm really uh, thankful for everyone for making their pledging and their co continued contributions to the church as they always have, despite the craziness of 2020. Well, and, and to, to put a bullet in that as well, um, our, you'll see when we get to 2021, we're actually seeing an increase in member giving. A lot of our maintaining constancy in 2020, we know that the um, pandemic has impacted the employment and the income of a number of folks um, in the congregation. So it's not exactly an even picture. Um, we've been really thankful for folks who have let us know um, and, and we've even been able to help in some cases um, folks that didn't have rent for a month and some things like that. But we've had some extraordinary new folks step up and um, members that were not facing income insecurity have stepped up in ways. So the overall total is even, even though we know the pandemic continues to affect some folks. Yep, big, big thank you. So looking back 2020, we had anticipated a $55,000 deficit. We actually ended up with a $59,000 surplus, which is due to the PPP grant and uh, decreased ex operational expenses from what we were expected at the beginning of the year. So um, I am thrilled with that outcome. I was much more pessimistic or, or fearful when we started the year with a deficit, but um, I 2020 went fantastically, all things considered. So... So moving ahead then, looking at 2021, there's still a lot of uncertainty of the world. How are we going to operate? How how will church look? And when will we shift back to normal, if you want to think of it that way? So some of the assumptions, because at this point, we all have to make assumptions about what is 2021 going to look like. Um, some of the big assumptions that I've included here for your visibility is we're expecting, or currently I'm projecting that we aren't going to get back to normal operations of having in-building activities at least half the year. So second half of the year, maybe some of those expenses will go back up. But if there's revenue or expense tied to being in the building, I'm going to cut it by half. So less money in the collection plate uh, that we've typically seen, less money spent on breakfasts and um, other consumables that we would typically do at big events and, and um, even just serving the altar, there's going to be less expenses, I think, in general. So the other big one, uh, I mentioned this before, is that 
we are not going to be filling the assistant rector position or the organist immediately. Currently, I'm penciling in that we won't fill the or the assistant rector position until at least um, April of this year, and we're going to be waiting until we get the right person for that role. So there would be less expenses than where we'd started 2020 as well. Um, the big deficit that we had last year um, that was covered with the PPP loan, um, with this year, the big change we're going to see in a moment is we actually have a lot of grants coming in for the Grace Gatherings Initiative for 2021. And a lot of the, um, the, the big changes in this year's um, budget is shifted because of heavy, heavy support from outside funding that uh, is going to make Grace Gatherings possible. We'll talk about that in a minute, but it's a, a big shift. We also are always aware that um, unexpected expenses will crop up. There's a couple of items we've got our, our uh, focus on right now that will need attention at some point. Uh, retaining wall rebuilds, um, some leaks that, we're, that are existing, and also possibly some opportunity to cut some of our expenses with um, some of the church insurance that we pay right now. We're covered for a lot, and we may not need all of that, and we may be able to, to decrease our premiums uh, uh, if we negotiate well with the, the insurance company. So these are the assumptions going into 2021. And here's a little bit of... And those, the, are, uh, those are interesting to put right next to each other, Brian, partly because part of what we've discovered is we've got insurance in places we don't need it. Yeah. Um, and so we're spending money on a huge liability shield. Um, but we've had some rain issues getting in this year. We've had to do some roofing that wasn't covered. And so some of this is just adjusting how we're taking care of um, those kind of risks. Yep. So looking then at our, our 2021 budget, just a little historical context. Um, several years ago, we saw some really rapid rise in our income and in our revenue. Um, it's leveled out a little bit over the last couple of years. You'll notice that 2020, the big shift here that, I mean, member giving has been roughly the same. So it's endowment giving um, fluctuates a little bit. The big shift in 2020, as I mentioned before, was the very large grant we received from the federal government through the Paycheck Protection uh, Plan. Uh, I think that's right, PPP. That's the big yellow bar up here that's really boosted our, our income, our, our revenue for 2020. Even bigger then is this uh, uh, other category, which is prim primarily grants that we receive for Grace Gatherings. And that's really where the real growth that we are expecting for the budget for 2021 will come from. So we're planning to grow, but we're we're looking for outside funding. And we found quite a bit from the diocese, from the uh, United Thank Offering, and from the bishop to help support Grace Gatherings and the expansion of our uh, clergy team to make that happen. Uh, I mentioned we ended up 2020 with a $59,000 uh, surplus. At the moment, we're projecting a small uh, deficit for 2021, but I have enough conservation or conservativeness in this budget right now. I'm confident that we're going to uh, break through that. Although 2020 was crazy, who knows what 2021 will look like. But at the moment, I'm feeling good with that nearly, uh, nearly balanced budget, very small deficit planned. And then just high-level view of where is the expenses going to go in 2021. In general, 2020 was crazy. We weren't in person. We were doing um, other things. A lot of our positions weren't filled. So we're expecting growth in our expenses in the new year. We're hoping to hire more people in and have them employed. We're also hoping to do more activities outside the parish and, and, and uh, do more community service type initiatives and investments to uh, those that need it. Um, we will be in, in person, hopefully, by the end of the year and have a little bit more expenses on the buildings and grounds and some of the repairs that we're expecting there, uh, and hopefully not have to rely on administrative costs like mailing and, and letters and, and more online um, IT support type things. So 
it will still, this isn't what normal looked like for us. We're still fan, uh, forecasting that people, we're not going to fill all the positions right away. We're not going to um, be fully employed and we're not going to be in person for a while, but this is going to be a step back in the right direction of what normal distribution of our expenses would look like. And then finally, um, this is the, the balance sheet, which is usually less interesting to most people, but um, we have a lot of cash on hand right now. Uh, at the end of the 2020, we had $639,000. Nearly all of that, or much of that is uh, allocated specifically for paying off the capital campaign loan that we have. Currently, that loan sits at $611,000 as we go into the new year, um, which is exactly what we expected it to be. We're only paying, I think it's a, I must have deleted this part, but um, one and a half percent interest rate. So very low cost uh, 10 year loan to the diocese that we're right on schedule for and, and paying off um, on schedule. Uh, just as a reminder to everybody, when we started the capital campaign, we refinanced um, $116,000 from the prior capital campaign debt from the prior loan. So we're starting at that negative 116,000 on, on that loan. Uh, we're already up to 94% of the pledges have already been paid. As you know, some several people um, decided that they would make payments over a number of years. And so we have roughly about $44,000 in pledges yet to be made. Uh, hopefully that will happen in 2021 and we'll be able to tie that out completely. Um, the amount we pay is right on schedule. Like I said, we're, we're paying about $63,000 every year, paying down on the, the principal and, and interest that um, we owe to the diocese. And while we're on schedule right now, we may consider in the new year, uh, how we want to handle that cash. Would we like to pay off a lot of that loan and refinance it again so we have a smaller overall debt or are there other options that we should be considering? 2020 was, uh, we planned on talking about it, but as you can imagine, 2020 was a crazy year and having some extra cash on hand made us feel a lot better as we went to bed at night. So um, nearly all the expenses have been made for the capital campaign. We just need to pay for the windows that are uh, going to happen uh, hopefully in the coming months and you'll hear more about that in the future. And overall, the, the capital campaign uh, spending went really well, um, really close to what we expected. We're a little bit over where we'd uh, forecasted the overall project, but uh, pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. So we'll continue talking about that as we uh, make choices about paying off the, the loan and uh, moving on from the next 50 capital campaign. So Mike, that's the uh, the summary for where we are, where we came from in 2020 and the crazy year and the optimism we've got going into 2021. So that I'm going to um, brag on Brian just a teeny bit more, but that um, the grant piece that Brian is talking about, there will be a, um, a report from the grant committee as well, but Brian has brought together an incredible team of people. Um, I just met with them uh, beginning of this month or well, last week, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. And it, I'm incredibly impressed by the group of folks, by their dedication to, but the success, we had set a goal from the vestry of having a couple of applications out for grants for 2020. And we had no idea that we were going to um, realize not just, you know, like apply for some grants, but, um, but win grants and realize significant income um, that is going to allow us to ensure um, that this grace gathering program um, you know, we, we're not hiring an assistant director. We have a consultant right now who is helping keep that ball moving um, and that we're going to be able to continue this work of um, growing our congregation to serve folks that are currently not well served by church. Uh, the other thing that um, I want to, I mean, so Brian has done incredible work there and the team that Brian put together is just fantastic. Um, 
so we owe Brian a, a, and Brian also has been incredibly intrinsic in the growth of our rental income um, and helping us think about that and, and, and find folks to rent with us. And um, so, yeah, so it, it's, we've got an incredible treasurer working with us. Uh, the other thing that I will say is as much as it's great to have a really great treasurer, um, that generosity has been really remarkable this year. Um, there's a piece in the top sheet that is not, I mean, when you look at the bottom lines of the budget does not spell out well, but we had incredible contributions to support the church, the church's work in supporting folks. Um, we have helped support folks with rent. We've helped support folks with, um, we've helped support immigrant families with rent through partnerships. We've been able to pay for some utility bills, but we've really been able to help keep some folks afloat in ways that there weren't federal government or, or local government plans for. Um, and that has been because this congregation has been so generous in the midst of the pandemic. Um, so while some of the activity we, I mean, that we, we strive really for a level of transparency that I think Brian's report really shows you, we can't be transparent about some things. Um, I can tell you we've received, you know, $10,000 plus in contributions to um, the discretionary fund, the emergency fund the clergy has for those things. But in addition to that, I can't tell you the details, but I can tell you writ large, your generosity has made a concrete difference in the lives of folks who really needed it in the midst of this pandemic. Um, you've been community, you've made a needed difference, um, and we're just so thankful for that. So um, extra budgetary stuff that for pastoral reasons, we don't tell the intimate details of, but know that this congregation has really stepped up this year and we're really, really appreciative. Thank you all. Cool. And on Sunday after the service on the 31st, uh, we will have a chance for Q&A, uh, both with Brian, the wardens will be on, uh, the new vestry candidates. So that uh, 1130 time slot, uh, if you want to ask some questions of Brian, you, you can always email me or Brian. Um, we'll try to answer your questions. And Jim Kern, uh, who is our bookkeeper, who does really great work to help make Brian's reports work so well. Um, we're always available for questions. But if you want to ask in a public forum, uh, we will be doing that on Zoom uh, after worship on Sunday morning. Brian, thank you. Thank you for the work that you've done this year writ large. Um, and, you know, when you've got a rector like me, it's really good to have a, a treasurer who likes to say yeah. being conservative. Um, and so thank you for your conservatism and for helping us keep the ship moving um, so that Christ's mission can happen in our corner of the world. Absolutely. Thank you. Right. Thanks so much, Brian.